welcome 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 to another week of profound insights and this is your host pastor ingrid campbell i am praying that you had a wonderful week that everyone is safe that everyone is taking care of their health their mind their body and their spirit that you're being consistently consistent and intently intentional and i am praying that you are blessed wow this week we are speaking about accountability Yep, you heard me right. Accountability. We all need to be accountable. Otherwise, everybody will just be doing their own thing and going left. And we need to be accountable. And even we need to be accountable to ourselves. So my scripture that I will be using today is taken from Ecclesiastics chapter 4, starting at verse 9. Two are better than one because they have a good reward for their labor. For if they fall, the one will lift up his fellow, but woe to him that is alone, for when he falleth, for he hath not another to help him up. Again, if two lie together, they have heat, but how can one be warm alone? Hmm, that is something to think about. So with that being said, I would like you to go get yourself something chill. Get yourself a nice chill drink. Go put your feet up with a nice frothy cup of something. You know? If you want some Kool-Aid, hey, that would work. Whatever. Make yourself a shake. Mm, put a lot of ice in it. Oh, yes. Sounds good to me. Anyway, I'll be right back. I promise I won't keep you long. I prom- I, I promise. Oh, well. I'm going to try my best. All right? I'll be right back. In the name of Yeshua HaMashiach, Jesus the Messiah, we thank you for another day, Father, that we can come before you. I pray first of all, Father, that you will forgive me of my sins, anything I might have done, anything that's not like you within me. I pray that you will move it as far as the east is from the west. I'm praying, Father God, that according to your prayer, the Our Father prayer, you said, Our Father, which art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done, on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread, and please forgive us our trespasses, as we forgive those that trespass against us. Lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from all evil, for thine is the power and the glory, forever and ever. Amen. Father, I thank you for your word. I thank you for your prayer that encompasses everything, talks about your locality, talks about your kingdom, that it will definitely come, talks about, Father God, about your forgiveness and your provision. I thank you, Father, that everything we need, we already have it. I pray for those within the sound of my voice, that they will be blessed. As you speak about accountability today, I pray, Father God, that you will help me to say the things that you want me to say and negate anything that does not need to be said on this podcast today. I pray, Father God, that you will touch the hearts and lives of your people. I pray that somebody will be blessed. I pray that somebody will be changed. I pray that somebody will be helped. I pray that somebody will share with somebody that needs to hear this. Father God, marriage is 
something that you have created for us. And I pray, Father God, that each person within the sound of my voice will think twice about making a vow. A vow is something that's supposed to be kept. And Father, I ask you to forgive us for not taking our vows seriously, for not being accountable for the words we said, for not being accountable for things we said we would do, for not being accountable, Father God, to the confines of marriage. I give you glory and I give you praise. And I say thank you, Abba. Amen. So here we are. I think this is episode six. And so today we're talking about accountability and accountability basically for everyone. I'm speaking to all of you ladies, you queens. There might be a couple of kings listening, but okay. Accountability. It's a skill that every relationship needs to have in order to thrive. Now, accountability requires taking some ownership, y'all. Mm-hmm. And when we accidentally do something wrong or hurt someone or let someone down, then mm, it means that we need to be responsive to our partner's needs, our spouse's needs, whoever it is. So you might ask yourself, well, how do I show accountability in a relationship? Well, think about these things right here that might empower you um, because you'll be able to take responsibility for what's important, not just to you, but for your partner. So how about being honest? Yeah, honesty is so important. You know, I know some relationships where the person wants their spouse or their honey to be honest, but they're not honest. And then sometimes we act on situations and others react. That's a big difference. When you act on a, a situation, maybe something happened, something was said, something was done. And so you think about it and you decide that you're going to sit down and speak about this particular thing in a calm atmosphere. And so you both decide, well, we're going to speak about this. We're not going to shout. I'm going to listen to you. You're going to listen to me. And we're going to figure it out. Instead of reacting. Why don't you do this? And next thing you know, it's like. Woof, 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 Nothing got done because you were reacting. So don't do that. And then how about be willing to give to forgive not just your partner, but forgive yourself. We're gonna mess up. Things are gonna happen. You know? But when you get to that place where you realize that you've made a mistake, that you've hurt the person, you did something wrong. You stepped outside of your vows, you talked about it, 
you you did not react, but you acted, and then based on that, you decide I'm going to forgive you. And one way to be accountable to each other is through regular marriage checkups or regular um, partner checkups, having regular conversations. Marriage checkups, yeah, you heard me right. That will help to safeguard your marriage and keep you in the connectivity of your marriage. And you have to be aware of what's going on in your marriage. You can't just be going to work and taking care of the kids and just doing what you're doing and not be paying attention to the temperature of your marriage. Women are very perceptive and you know when something's wrong. And what a lot of women will do is they'll react instead of um, acting by being prayerful, thinking about what is happening, thinking about what they're feeling and saying to themselves, okay, Father, this is what I'm feeling. This is what I'm feeling. Is this coming from you or is this just coming from me? Is Is this just me being antsy? Show me. And if it's you, tell me what it is you need me to know. Help me to see. Help me to know. Help me to hear. A friend of mine told me that years ago. Show me God. Let me see. Let me hear. Let me know. And he will. He'll do it. And then when he shows it to you, or you hear it in your spirit, man, then you ask the Father, well, how do you want me to respond to this? How do you want me to act upon the information that you've given me? He might just say, don't do nothing. Just stay watchful, stay prayerful, keep an eye on it. And sometimes that person will slip up, big slip, and you're able to say, listen, I've noticed this for a minute and you need to stop, you need to change. But then, remember, we spoke a couple episodes ago about, um, what did I say? It wasn't guidelines. That wasn't the word that I used. But there were certain rules that you set. You can say guidelines. Certain things that you have in writing, um, whether it's written in your little book or the things that you've spoken about, There's certain things that you're saying, listen, I am not going to allow this in this relationship. And okay, based on your talks that you've had and based on um, your discussions, you know, you say, well, okay, I'll give you an out one time. I'll give you an out two times, but three times you are out, you struck out. And, you know, you have to expect the same thing for you because you can't, make certain rules and regulations and you don't want to stick to it for yourself so based on that think about that think about um, you know how you're going to respond to the situation once the father shows you something and um, and um, let me know God let me know what am I saying I would like for you to let me know. Don't let me know. But think about it twice before you do anything. 
before you do anything that will be detrimental to your marriage. And then sometimes, you know, we feel things in a relationship. You might think that something is wrong, but it's really you. It's, it's your stuff. Because let's say, for instance, jealousy. Um, for, for some of you, you or us, let's say us, you might be someone that's jealous. And I find that people who are very jealous, sometimes it's based on their own stuff. It's based on the fact that they know they're cheating or they were a cheater or they have the cheater mindset. And so based on that, you're gauging everybody by your own past actions. I'm gonna say past because I'm praying it's not going on still. But you're, you're judging that person based on you, based on your stuff. And that's not fair. That's not fair. You'll find that even some men or women, um, they're, they always want to know, where you going? Where you at? What you up to? Who you with? You know? They want to check your phone, but better not check their phone. But it's because of their own stuff, because they're doing the very things that they're asking you not to do or suspecting you or accusing you of doing. So these are things that we need to be accountable for, you know, pay attention to it. And these are things that you need to speak to prior to getting married, prior to getting involved in a relationship, because these are some of the deal breakers, that's the word, that I will not put up with. So another thing we need to be careful about accountability is if you feel your spouse is getting too close to another person or seeking attention from someone outside of your relationship or marriage. And at the marriage checkup, that's a great place to talk about that. So maybe you know, every couple of months you have a marriage checkup day where you're both accountable to each other. And you might just, you know, and you're honest and you're open. You know, I, I'm feeling this way about someone and I don't know where these feelings are coming from. You know, it, it could just be something that can be take care, taken care of very easily by just listening and some reassurance and, and just doing things differently. So I just wanted to bring that to your attention. Will accountability be easy? Maybe, maybe not. However, it's gonna take honesty, it's gonna take trust. You have to be willing to have an open book with your spouse, with each other. That's important. It's gonna take an open mind. Um, you both have to be willing to communicate and, um, and pay attention to what your spouse is saying without getting defensive or judgmental yourself. Remember, it's not personal. And some things might be hard to hear, but it's for the importance of your marriage. So it's going to take um, intentionality, that's the word. And you, you're gonna have to pay attention to yourself and your marriage. And if you think something is not right or there's some imbalance there or could use some improvement, then you need to say something. Do something about it. Don't wait until the, the horse is out the gate, my mother would say. And then you're gonna to try to fix it. From the time you see that horse has his nose 
on the, the, the gate opening, on the little bolts on the gate, you need to say to yourself, uh-uh, uh-uh, horse, come back here. We need to have a conversation because I see you're heading in the wrong direction. So accountability in marriage is very important for a healthy and happy marriage. So here are a few tips to help you and your loved one, your spouse, um, to become accountable to each other. Um, you have your pencil and paper? Okay, go get it. Identify some of the areas of your life and your marriage that you both need to be accountable for. Okay, so let's say, for instance, you are someone that likes to shop. You're a shopaholic. That's right. I said it. You are a shop. My mother was a shopaholic. Can I tell you something? I'm going to digress right now. So dad would be at work and mom would come home. And back in those days, it would be Macy's and Burdines and who else? JCPenney. And she would come to the door and she'd say, where's your father? And I'd say, he's upstairs. And then she would put all the bags in the closet and stuff them in there. Or if daddy wasn't home, she would take them upstairs really quick and unload them, put stuff on hangers and hide stuff around the house because she knew that he would not be happy when he saw all those unnecessary purchases. Mommy was a shopaholic. He would not be happy. So if that's you, then you talk to your husband. Honey, I need you to pay attention to the credit card bills. Ah! How many of you can do that? Whoop! I need you to pay attention to the bank account. Whoop! Ah, it's gonna take some release. You're gonna have to release yourself to that. And you know, and say, honey, I need you to set up a budget for me. Yeah. And whenever I'm out of that budget, we need to have a marriage checkup. So identify the areas of your life and marriage that you both need to be accountable for. Let each other know about these areas and discuss them. For some of you, you know, you might like to drink or smoke or whatever. Hang out a lot. You're always out with your friends. You come in late. You know that you can't say no to your friends. I'm just saying that. Not that you can't say no, but for some of you, you might be one of these people that can't say no. Come on, let's go here tonight. Da, 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 da. Oh, but my, you know, my husband, ah, oh, it's okay. He'll be okay. So honey, I'm going to hang out with so-and-so for an hour or two. And next thing you know, it's 5.30 in the morning and you're coming home late. No. So if this is one of your weaknesses where you can't um, say no to your friends, then you need to let hubby know that. Let honey know that this is a weakness. And so what I'm going to do is when my friend asks me, not that I can't go, not that hubby won't allow you to go, but hubby, you let hubby say, you know, I have no problem with, with um, wifey going out with you or whoever, but, you know, if you want her to keep coming out with you, then, you know, she needs to be in at a reasonable hour. Otherwise, that's it. And so now you've put the responsibility on a hubby. And so when these friends try to push you to hang out even longer, 
you, you heard what hubby said. So now it's not on you because you have a weakness. So ask your house, your, your house, ask your spouse to keep you accountable. Let them review and assess the areas that you need accountability. And you do it for each other. And make your home a safe environment for accountability. Don't make it be a house or a home or a place where you don't want to come home to and hubby doesn't want to come home to, honey doesn't want to come home to that because it's just like a firehouse. When you walk through the house, you can smell the smoke because you know there's going to be an argument. And then you want to be quiet and listen when that person is speaking. Pay attention. Be attentive. Be honest with the constructive feedback you give and receive from each other and do it with enthusiasm. Feedback is important and it will allow you to assess what you, what you might be doing wrong. So that's so important. And then you wanna make sure due to the availability of room for improvement in anything in your life, you wanna make sure that you're always striving to move forward and not backward. You wanna to continue to learn and grow by holding each other accountable in a loving and a supportive understanding fashion. Accountability with your spouse will help you prevent extramarital affairs. It will help you with your communication skills and listening skills. It will help you to stay on track with your marriage goals. You need to have some marriage goals and help you to build a healthy and happy marriage. Be accountable to each other with everything you do. And then I go back to that scripture, Ecclesiastics 4, 9 through 10. Two are better than one, because if either of them falls off, the other will lift up his companion. But woe to the one who falls when there is not another one to lift him up. Wow. That scripture shouts to the value of the mutual support or accountability in marriage. It's so, so important. Because if he cannot be there to help you to be accountable or vice versa, then everything is going to go left or to the far right. There has to be accountability. And it's not about checking on you. It's not about... About, about telling you what to do. This is something that you both have to agree to before you're married. Single woman, you need to think about that, accountability. And as a single person, you need to be accountability of your actions, the things you say, your spiritual health, your emotional and sexual fidelity. You need to be accountable with your schedules, your money and your values, your parenting practices for those of you who might be single with, with children. So there's so much to this marriage thing. You can't just say, well, you know, I just, I'm just gonna do what I wanna do. And because you were single, now that you're married, you feel that you're still gonna be able to do the things you want to. No, now you're accountable to this married man that you pledge to, to be with for the rest of your life, for better or for worse. 
every marriage and every married life must involve daily communication with God in order to remain on track. You must put God in your relationship somewhere, whether you have time to pray together, whether you're praying alone, but it's so important. It would be so nice if you could pray together because that's just going to add the cement to the relationship. Yes, I said cement. It's going to add cement, whether you're meditating on the word together or, you you know, each, each week or, you know, you, you have a set of scriptures Monday through Friday or whatever, five days a week, three days a week, however you want to do it. This is just a suggestion. And you say, this day we're going to meditate on this particular scripture. And then in bed, you know, when you have a quiet time, hon, what did you think about that scripture? This is what I thought. What did you get from that? This is what I got from it. You know, and you just bounce off of each other. What do you think the Lord is saying in reference to us where the scripture is concerned? Wonderful. A loving spouse who has your permission to encourage you in your devotion to Christ can help by asking open and ended questions. What has God been teaching you lately? What are you praying about these days? If it's nothing, then it's definitely a time to rethink the situation. And then emotional and sexual fidelity. It's it's a it's a very sensitive but critical area in all marriages in the way when it comes to temptations and moral struggles you have to make sure that you're paying attention to these things and that you are staying connected. You're staying connected. Don't allow the enemy to creep in with arguments to keep you from keeping your your sexual fidelity, from keeping you from coming together. You know what I'm talking about. Coming together as a man and wife. As, As married people, you cannot allow either spouse to risk open, opening the door to inappropriate intimacy with someone else of the opposite sex. And these days, even the same sex. I mean, come on, we're living in 2020. People are doing a lot of different things here. So this is important that you're on it. You're paying attention. And schedules. Scheduling is important. Scheduling and monitoring each other's workload and making sure that you're doing things together and you're having your date nights and you're having your quiet time alone and then you're having your your time together and your meditation as we spoke about before and then money and values that is so important to make sure that if you decide well we're going to do this marriage we we have plans you know, within a certain time, we want to have X amount of money in the bank. We want to make sure we pay off our bills. We want to save for a home. We want to save for a car. We want to prepare for children. Yes. So that's important. Accountability with money and values is important. And then accountability when it comes to your children. Talking about it prior to marriage what will his role be? What will your role be? How are you going to parent together? If you're co-parenting, what you expect of each other? That there are times when you're going to need time alone. 
and he has to be ready for that to give you two or three or four hours alone where you can go be with your friends or your family without the children or you can have a quiet time but you can go in your room and read your word or or just do something without the children carrying on and screaming and keeping them I mean some of you live in small spaces but there has to be some accountability where the father or the mother will say listen I am going to take this child for this time and I am going to be there for you that you can have your peace of mind I hope this helps talked about a lot of different things for you single and married women, for those of you who are preparing for marriage, for those of you who are single with children, there's lots of things to think about. And it's my prayer that before you make any vow, that you understand what a vow is, <clears throat> that you will be cognizant of the fact that this is something that you cannot take lightly. You should not take lightly. You will not take lightly. A vow is an oath. It's a pledge. It's a promise. It's a bond. It's a covenant. It's a commitment. It's swearing something. Whether you swear on the Bible or before God, before men, before God and men. This is something that is so important. And so based on what we spoke about today, I'm praying that you'll think twice before you make a decision and that you understand that you can't enter into this thing called marriage and think, well, okay, I'm just out here and I'm gonna do what I want. No, there has to be some accountability in the marriage. And we spoke about lots of different areas of accountability and there are many more and as you go along you know or as I was speaking maybe other things will come to mind write it down and speak to your spouse-to-be speak to your husband about it and remember that you don't want to react you want to act that you want to be um, sure that you want, to, you want to be sure that you have all your facts if you're feeling something, if something is bothering you, and, and you ask the Father, how can I say this to my spouse without hurting his feelings, without sounding like I'm conjuring something up in my own mind, when it could be some demon of your own doubt that's placing these thoughts. You gotta make sure you filter it. Filter it through the, the Word of God. Filter it through, through the Holy Spirit. And make sure that what you're feeling is authentic. Be authentic. Be honest. Be accountable. I love you. And it's my hope that if you decide to take a vow, that you will understand the weight of your vow. The weight of your vow. The weight of your vow. W-E-I-G-H-T, not W-A-I-T, the weight of your vow. Shalom. Have a good week. Till next time, please share 
and please subscribe that you will know whenever the next podcast comes out. It will go say ching ching and you'll have it right on your phone or whatever you're using. So be blessed. I love you. Shalom. Bye bye.